Hey. Hello. <laughs> What's up? Nothing. Welcome <laughs> back, Misfits. <laughs> Apparently nothing is up with Daddy. <laughs> nothing's up. Oh, what's up? So today we're going to talk about why we're so salty, bro. I'm salty. I think you salty too. Ooh, we're both pretty salty. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. Both pretty, salty. pretty salty. All right. So for this week's episode, we're going to first, we're going to hit you with some Bible as always. Mm-hmm. And then um, we're going to talk about what it means to be salt, how we become salt and the things that can keep us from being salt. Yep. So we're going to hit you with the Bible verse. It is Matthew 5, 13 through 16 in the NLT. You are the salt of the earth, but what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on the stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see, so that everyone will praise your Heavenly Father. Ooh, that's a good Bible. That's good. Yeah. So, um, that Bible verse, what that Bible verse is saying, I mean, there's, there's a lot in there, let's, let's be know. honest. Yeah. So, we're just going to break it up into two. So, we're going to unpack <clears throat> it. Um, the first part, the salt part. All right, yeah, tell them what salt is. Okay, salt is flavor. Yes. Salt is meant to be different. It's yes. supposed to bring something or enhance something that's, that's the already is. there. And then... And then what's um, light? Light. What is light? Light is what we're supposed to be, right? We're mm-hmm. supposed to be the light of the world. We're supposed to represent God. We're supposed to represent Jesus. And um, basically what he's saying is, because is specifically he says, no one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. So basically everything you are and everything that God's giving you that you're supposed to use in this world to bring people to him and to accomplish your purpose, we're not supposed to hide it or dim that light. Right. Yes. Yes. We hope okay. that made sense. Yes. Yes. So now we're going to talk about what does it mean to be salt? It means to be different. Yeah. Right? It just means to be different. It means to be different um, from the people of the world. Being right. salt is making the conscious decision to be different by representing God's love on the earth. So you're making the conscious decision to be different, to stand out, especially for those that don't know God, so that others can see him through you. Right. So yeah. we're making the conscious decision to be um, to, to accept and do what God wants for our life and not what we want for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because what he wants is more important than what we want. Right, we're and putting him we, first. And what we want gets us in trouble most of the yes. time. Yes, so don't do that. No, don't do that. <laughs> um, so by putting God first and pursuing our purpose, we are being the salt of the earth. Right. Yes. Yes. How do we become salt, Yadi? So we become salt. First, it's choosing him. We choose him to be our Lord and Savior, and not just once, but it's a daily, daily acceptance, daily saying, like, God, I choose, choose you no matter, you know, the things that are going on. We're, we make a conscious decision that we want to do what he wants for our life and not necessarily what we want to do for ourselves. Um, it also means that we're growing in our relationship uh, with God, uh, kind of like what we talked in the last episode, shout out episode four. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about those daily habits and just finding the time uh, to have time with God. Finding the pockets. Uh, finding the pockets. Finding That's the right. Pockets. Um, it's a daily pursuit. Uh, so it's keeping our focus on the things of God and not what's around us, not of this world. Um, so, yeah, putting that focus on God. Um, and it's being a blessing to others. Uh, it's putting, not necessarily putting ourselves first and everything, but knowing that 
serving others is a way to also serve God. Yes. Um, being his hands and feet. Yes. And it also shows people that we are different, right? Yeah. We're, so, we're yeah. putting maybe somebody else's needs before our own. So um, we're trying to be, we're trying to be godly. Yes. Yeah. It's something that he would do. And so in that same way, we, we want to represent that on this earth. And so, um, you know, God asked, God has called us to do that, to, to, to be him on this earth. Yes. Um, and by serving others, we're, we're doing that. Um, and we have a verse from Colossians 4, 6, and the ESV version says, Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. And so that just goes to um, being, being that different person. Yeah. Um, that what we say and what we do is a representation of uh, what God is doing in us. And so we want, we want to be able to uh, have that effect with other people. Yeah, and the way we do that is by adding salt to everything. So we just add salt to everything. <laughs> so you, just add, you add salt, you just add a little Jesus, yeah. and it makes a yeah. difference. And so keeping that in mind, um, something I, I found that said, Salt in itself is common, and it serves little to no purpose if it's just sitting there. Like, you can have salt. It's on your shelf. I'm sure everyone has it in their kitchen, in their cupboard. If it's just sitting on your cupboard or on your shelf, it's not doing anything. It's It's salt, but it's not doing, yeah, it's not doing what it's supposed to do. Uh, But it's until you put it on something, until you use it, then it comes to life. Then it has a purpose. Then it brings out that flavor and that purpose and that essence. Uh, so that's what salt does. Yeah, you're supposed to know it's there. Um, basically, us being salt, you being salt, it's you're supposed to stand out. You're not supposed to blend in. Yeah. And that's what salt does. It just brings out the flavor and it just brings out that distinctiveness. That taste. That taste. Yeah. And it just brings out the Jesus. Yeah. Yes, it yeah. does. All right. So we're going to talk about the things that can keep us from being salt. And one of the things that can keep you from being salt, from being different, from being a representative of Jesus is comparison so comparing yourself to someone else yes um for this we have romans 12 2 in the nlt don't copy the behavior and customs of this world but let god transform you into a new person by changing the way you think then you will learn to know god's will for you which is good and pleasing and perfect yeah and just want to note um on the esv version it does say it's a renewal of your mind so god transforms you and the way that you think Another way to put it is you're renewing your mind. And when you renew something, it's not a one-time thing. It's something that you're constantly doing. Uh, so that's important to to understand. Like, like we're not comparing ourselves to other things. We're trying to every day renew so that we're more like Jesus. Right, right. And this goes back to when we've mentioned multiple times where um, God isn't a Sunday Right. It's not a Sunday thing. Or one time. It's not a a Sunday type of thing, right? Um, We have to continuously just um, be in His will and be in His presence every Mm -hmm. single day. But He transformed us from the inside out. Yeah. I think is what she was alluding to. And um, it's not going to happen in a day. It's not going to happen in a week, in a Mm -hmm. month. Um, It took you, um, however old you are, to get to where you are. (laughs) So it's not going to happen immediately. Like, can God do it? Oh, God can do it. Oh, yeah. But it's going to take some work. Yeah. It's going to take some work on your, it's a partnership between you and God. So he's going to, he's going to do his part because he always does. And you have to do your part and you'll get to where you're going. Yeah. And I think it, I think of it also, um, as we go through our day, we're impacted by a lot of different things. So it's important for us to renew, not necessarily start over, but kind of flush out all those negative things and say, okay, God, I want to renew. I want to have like my, the mind of Christ again. You know, I want to start 
kind of start start again. Yeah, start like, fresh. It's, it's a new day, so you want to start fresh. Like, you go through your day, you're impacted, you see a lot of different things. People may say a lot of things to you, and things start creeping in, you know? So we have to be careful with that. So by renewing, we're saying, okay, I'm going to flush that out, and, and we're... we're having a new day, fresh, you know, clean slate. Kind yeah. Of and if you listen to last week's episode, we talked about worship music doing that for you or mm-hmm. being um, an aid to kind of help you flush all that negative stuff right. out. So listen to it when you're in the car, when you're in a tough situation. And it kind of just, um, like Yadi said last week, focuses your mind on things of God and you can kind of ignore mm-hmm. the rest for a little bit um, while you go through your day. Yeah. It pushes, pushes those things to the back and then puts God in the front. When, yeah. you're li- when you're listening. And talking about comparison, so we're wanna, we want to talk about why comparison is harmful. And mm-hmm. it, comparison is harmful to you, to us, to everyone, because it destroys your contentment. Um, we wanted to share the definition of contentment just so we can really grasp this. Mm-hmm. And contentment means state of happiness and satisfaction. So when you're comparing yourself, you're destroying your own satisfaction. Yeah. And it's just you operate from a, um aspect of, of withdrawal or like you're, mm. you're already in a negative, right? Because right. you, you're not satisfied already because you compared your job to somebody else's job, mm-hmm. your house, your car, your physique, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just don't do it. Just right. Don't do it. Or yeah. if that's something that you struggle with, try to put things in place where you can control it. So go spend less time on social media mm-hmm. or if there's something, whatever triggers you just, just try to control that and mm-hmm. just um, remove it from your life if you can or limit it as much as you can. Yeah, and I think another important thing to try to um, kind of not, not let those things destroy your contentment is, and it might sound maybe cliche, but like count your blessings. Like you understand, like, yes, I don't have that car. Maybe I don't have that house. Maybe I, you know, ex- whatever that is. Um, but what do I have? I have my health. I have my family. You know, I have a, a job. I, you know, all these things that, sometimes we take for granted if we put that first and just be grateful then hopefully that helps us not to compare yes so try to focus more on being grateful and less on the deficits and the things that you mm-hmm. don't have and understand that god's supplying what you need what you what, what you need to have in your life yes so yeah it, it's hard but let, let's put that first you know and so know that god has me where i am for a purpose and i have what i have and it's what I need. Yes. You know. Yes. And we just want to, this is something that I tell myself sometimes. And it's, it's what you want is not necessarily what you need. Ooh, okay. God knows what you need. Okay, and just because you want it doesn't mean you need it. So um, keep that, that in truth. mind. And I, and, I hope, <laughs> and I hope it helps you like it helps me yes. to just kind of just um, make those thoughts chill a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that comparison does is it kills your confidence. Yeah. The definition of confidence is firm trust. So it kills your firm trust in yourself. Um, you know, we all want to be confident in what we're doing and who we are and our purpose in life. And um, comparison just kills that because mm-hmm. you're comparing. Maybe you don't feel like whatever you're doing in, in this moment is enough because you're mm-hmm. comparing it to someone else. Yeah. And everyone has, we, we part from the premise that everyone has a different purpose. Everyone has different skills and abilities and we shouldn't compare our lives or ourselves to anyone else because it just makes you feel, if you think they're better than you, it makes you feel mm-hmm. less than and you're not less than anyone. Yeah. And it also depends on what, what point in their walk with God um, they are in versus you. Uh, so don't let that discourage you or, or see someone and say, wow, like they do, you know, this so well, 
or, you know, they just sound so much better or do it so much better. Um, you don't know what, you know, you know, what's behind the scenes yes. and, you know, it, it doesn't matter, um, you know, if, if it is because you have your own path to go and God's working in you with your gifts. Uh, so yeah. yeah. So focus so much on yourself that you don't really have time to figure yeah. out what other people are doing. Just look at Jesus, you know, look at, look up, look up, <laughs> look up, look at Jesus, look up child. Exactly. <laughs> that took a turn. <laughs> All right. And the, uh, the next thing that um, comparison does, it, it derails us from our purpose. Mm-hmm. The definition of purpose, and it's so good. Purpose is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. Why so, are you here? It's so good. Yeah. The purpose is yeah. literally why you exist. Mm-hmm. So if you're comparing yourself to someone else, you're literally derailing your reason for existing. Mm-hmm. So don't do it. I don't think there's really that much we need to add to that. Um, I don't want you to not accomplish your purpose because you're paying attention to someone else. Yeah, and you don't know the impact that your purpose is going to have on other people, how important it is for your personal growth, for your growth with Jesus, with your growth around people around you and the people that you're going to impact. So a lot of times we try to be like someone else uh, and try to go that route. Maybe you weren't meant to be a preacher and you weren't meant to, you know, be a smiling greeter. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but you have other purpose, you know, you can empathize, you can, uh, you know, you can encourage, you can, encourage, uh, you can serve another pur- in other areas and you don't know the, the, the people that are going to go through you are, are going to be different than the person who goes through, you know, an encourager. Right. Cause someone's always watching you, you know, there's always someone that's, that's watching and, and maybe you're encouraging them and you don't even know. And, um, another thing that, that we wanted to say is that just because God is saying no right now doesn't mean it's no forever. Right. It's just, it's, it's God's timing, not your timing. Right. So we just kind of have to take it one step at a time and, and just see where he leads us. Right. Sometimes he's preparing you for something later on. So that doesn't mean like your purpose isn't, isn't there. It just means that how you're going to utilize it may not be right now there might be something that's waiting for you later on. So don't get discouraged because of that. Uh, We sometimes just have to be patient. Sometimes we do. We're not good at it, but sometimes we do. No, (laughs) no. Yeah, and just like we shouldn't compare ourselves, we shouldn't compare ourselves to anyone, but this applies to um, Christians to Christians and Christians to non-Christians. It just applies to humankind. Just don't compare yourself to anyone. One human to another human. Yeah, just don't compare yourself. (laughs) Just like we we just mentioned that you shouldn't compare yourself to anyone, um, we do have to keep in mind that Christians do have different standards. So when Christians should not be comparing themselves specifically to non-Christians yeah, just because especially. we have a different standard of living. It doesn't mean that we're better than them. It no. just means that we have um, we follow the Bible, right? And maybe non-Christians mm-hmm. don't follow the Bible. And so our standards are different. So you can't really compare yourself, a Christian, to a non-Christian because, oh, they get to do this. And God doesn't allow you to do that. And that also applies for... Christian to Christian comparison yes. because just because God lets Yadi do something doesn't mean he's going to let Fran do something yes. because our purposes are completely different. Right. And we yeah. all have, you know, you have your own individual relationship with God. Um, I, I can't compare my relationship to her relationship. Right. I mentioned this a while ago when I mentioned my friend that she has like, God speaks to her through dreams. Yeah. Oh, he yeah, doesn't yeah. speak to me through dreams. Right. I can't, I mean, I'm mad about it, <laughs> but I can't compare it. Yeah. I, that's, that's just not how it works for me. Yeah. And you can't shut off and be like, well, God doesn't talk to me through dreams. I'm, I'm I must done. not hear I'm God. I'm up on God. <laughs> You're like, no, okay. She has a special gift. God bless her. Right. Um, how does God speak to me? Yeah. And let me discern that and let me be my let me be mindful of ways that God does speak to me 
because in the same way, there might be someone else who God speaks to them in a totally different way. Um, and so, again, this goes back to, like, purpose and, and how we're all different. But. Yeah, so in regards to, like, our purpose, we all have different, like she said, we all have different skills. We all have different abilities and a different purpose. And we shouldn't let... We can't compare, like, just like we can't compare our lifestyles with other people, mm -hmm. we also shouldn't compare our gifts and yes. our abilities with other people. Um, just because someone has a gift that maybe you consider amazing, like, mm -hmm. oh, that person can sing or that person can dance or that person, I envy people with um, artistic gifts, so that's why I'm using these <laughs> examples. Because um, I, I don't have any artistic gifts, mm -hmm. really. I don't, I can't sing, I can't paint, Hello, I can't draw. Hello, stick people yeah, is my art. Exactly. So, um, like, Yadi, Yadi bakes, Yadi cooks. I, I don't do that. That's not my anointing. So, but I can't compare what I can do to what she can do. We're just different. Mm -hmm. um, so please don't compare yourself. And if it's something that you want to do, maybe don't envy that person. Just ask them, hey, how did you get there? How did mm -hmm. you do this? How did you develop this gift? And maybe try to grow your own gift if yes. it's similar to what they have. Or even if you want to train yourself in it. But there's no reason to stand in a corner and be like, oh, I wish I could do that and then not do anything and not about Exactly. It. Yeah, right. not do anything. And I think acknowledging that other people have different gifts, that's a blessing to us because they and then, not that we're using them, but, you know, like they're able to use their gift in a special way um, it, with our lives or other people's lives. And then we're able to use our gifts in a different way. Yeah. So, you know, we're not giving a person the same thing. Yes. You know, that's why we have different gifts. Yes. And it's not a competition. It's not. No, it's not. It's not a competition. Definitely not. No, definitely not. Yeah. Um, yeah. So some some there, some gifts are just different. Like we have a friend, for example, and she her she has the gift of encouraging. Yes, very encouraging. And um, Yadi and I are not encouragers. <laughs> we don't we we don't do That's, that. We're not very peppy, and we don't. I, yeah. I'm not a cheerleader. I'm really not. No. And no. we're just not born like that. But we know that we we are self aware enough mm -hmm. to know that we're not encouragers yes. and we don't even try no. <laughs> you know what I mean like that's her gift she's yeah. got it and we'll help with I'll, however we you I'll know. confess I've tried to be and it just comes it off or weird it feels wrong. <laughs> or it feels wrong. like what are you doing like stay stay in your lane <laughs> yeah so yeah let's so. not compare our gifts or our abilities to other people um learn from them and develop yes. your own mm -hmm. and admire other people but don't yes judge. yes yeah, and don't feel like you're less than because you're not. You're not. Um, so in regards to comparison, um, we shouldn't compare our relationships either. Um, and specifically, mm -hmm. we're talking about romantic relationships. Um, we're talking about being equally yoked. Yes. Can I get an amen from my Christian people? Amen. <laughs> That's our studio audience. Anyway, um, yeah, we want to talk about being audience equally yoked. We, we don't want to delve into it necessarily, but we do want to mention it because, um, like we've said previously, you can't compare what I'm doing to what somebody else is doing, especially right. in relationships. So um, I've learned that the hard way, right? Mm -hmm. But basically... <laughs> Um, just because a certain relationship works for some people, mm -hmm. right, i.e. they're living together and they're not married or whatever, that mm -hmm. doesn't mean that that's going to apply to you as well. Right, right. And there's a certain ways that God wants you to live your life and depending on what your purpose is for whoever that person is that you will be equally yoked with, um, it's, it's a different, it's a different path. Yes. So keep that in mind. Always, you know. What does God want for my relationship and not necessarily looking at what other people are doing in, in theirs? Yes. Yes. From people you know or from social media because social media is very deceptive. Yeah. So just don't do it. Anyway, if you have a question about how you should do relationships, it's in the Bible. 
and don't ask us because we don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> Not qualified. That's for another episode. <laughs> um, and um, so that's that's pretty much what we wanted to talk about comparison. The other section that we wanted to talk about um, that we wanted to mention about what's keeping us from not being salt is um, the need for us to be transparent. Mm-hmm. And that applies to us as Christians, but also as just as really as regular people. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think and not every pretending day. to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but as Christians specifically that we're going to touch on this, we're going to touch on this as Christians. Yeah. It's important for us to, to be transparent with Christians and non-Christians alike, because we don't want people to think that we're perfect. Yes. We don't want to, we don't want people to think that we're pretending and mm-hmm. that, oh, okay. So like we had said episode, I don't know, previous episodes <laughs> where we said that, um, just because God is in my life, my life is perfect now. Like I don't oh, suffer. Yeah. I don't go through hardships. My life is perfect. Mm-hmm. That is not the case. Right. That's right. That's not true. Yeah. So, um, to all then, my Christians out there, yeah. if you're pretending, please stop. I think when we when we when we stop pretending and we show our authenticness to other people, it brings people closer to Jesus because they're like, oh, she's serving in church, mm-hmm. but she's a mess. Yeah, I can serve too. Yeah. So let's just let's just make it easier for people to meet Jesus. Yeah, and what I was gonna say is, um, don't feel like you have to put it out there. Like, I need to let everybody know I was a drug addict and I did this and I did that. That's not what we're saying, but I, you need to understand the power of like what you've been through, and also like you don't need to hide that because God already paid for that. He He loves you how you are, where you're at. Um, and so it's important that we don't try to be like, oh, no, no, like I've always been, you know, this way. Um, and that's not being authentic to ourselves. That's not being authentic to the people around us. And that's not being authentic to, you know, new people that we may meet, new, new Christians or people who are wanting to know Christ. Um, they need to know, hey, like we've struggled, we've gone through some things, we're going through some things now. Um, and this is who we really are. That doesn't mean you need to say that, you know, right off the bat, but if they're maybe sharing with you or you find out they're going through something, that's your opportunity to be like, hey, look, I'm screwed up too. Or I've been through that too. Um, but hey, I'm I'm here and I'm going through it and I'm serving God and let me go in partnership with you and let me pray with you or, or let me help you in some way. And just so you know that you're not alone, that it's, it's you know, it happens. We're, we're all human, like yeah, you said. Yeah, it shows. I think those situations really show what God has done in our lives and what he's brought us through. And it also, um, it just, I think I heard this somewhere, but people connect through their brokenness, right? People don't mm-hmm. connect because of their perfect lives. They yeah. connect because like, oh, we've both been divorced. Mm-hmm. Oh, we've both lost a child. Oh, we've both, you know what I mean? So, yes. um, if, if you have the opportunity to share that with someone, mm-hmm. um, then please do. Cause it might help them. Cause if you, if you're, if you've, if you've gone through it already and Jesus mm-hmm. brought you through it, then maybe you, your, your testimony will help them. So don't be afraid to share your testimony. Um, yeah, and I think it, it, this kind of ties with the comparison part because if someone always sees you and only sees the good stuff and they don't realize, like, you're, you've also had a struggle with certain things, then when they're comparing, they're, like, comparing this version of you. And that's not necessarily who you are as a whole person. So, again, not necessarily you have to, like, blast it on social media, but be real when you can be real and, sh- and share the struggles or what you've already been through so people know, okay, like if I'm looking at someone, I know they're not, you know, this this picture perfect. I know they've gone through some stuff too. So they got they got through it. They're on the other side. You know, I can I can be there too. I can make make it through with, you know, with God. 
Yeah, truly your testimony is meant to help other people. Yeah. Um, so we just, you know, you don't have to be perfect to be a follower of Jesus. If, if you were perfect, you wouldn't need him. Yes, um, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, if you're perfect, like, good for you, but... Yeah, but we yeah. know that's not true. Yeah, all right, have a good day. <laughs> like, why are you listening to us <laughs> if you're perfect? <laughs> Uh, so one of the other things that keeps salt is being afraid. Yeah, being afraid. Um, I mean, it's natural for us to be afraid. We're human. Like, as kids, I'm sure, afraid of the dark, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then as adults, I think just doing something out of the ordinary or something new is scary. I know for me, it's very hard for change. Yeah. Um, I struggle with it. I remember as a kid when we first moved to Texas, I was like, I hate it here uh, because I was just I didn't like change in it. I've gotten better at it, but definitely I think we all struggle with um, just doing something that's out of the natural, right? Out of out of our comfort zone. Yeah. Um, but we need to understand that even with something new uh, um, or out of our comfort zone, know that you're not alone. Um, God has called us. He has called you, and he'll lead you. And I kind of want to give an example of Moses. If you ever heard of the story of Moses, um, God called him to get the people out of, out of Egypt, the people of Israel. And so he gave every excuse in the book. Yes. He was like, I don't have the ability to do that. And what does the Bible say about that? It's Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So know that one excuse that Moses gave was he wasn't able to, but God does give you the ability. Just know that if you trust in him, he will. Another thing he said, I don't know what to say. He's like, I'm not going to have the words to say like, I don't, I, I'm not, you know, smart or whatever. <laughs> You're not smart and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I don't know things. Um, but again, the book of Acts, um, it says that Moses was great in words and deeds. So even though he had a perception of himself that he didn't know uh, what to say, God gives you the words to say. So in a similar way, like we were talking, like sharing your testimony, somebody you're like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what's going to happen. You don't have to be eloquent and know these, like, smart words. Yeah. Big <laughs> um, words. Big words. Like this podcast. We don't know yeah. big words. <laughs> we don't know big words. Uh, but just trust. If you've been in prayer and you've uh, just been faithful to God, um, he will find the words. And, and the words that you share with someone uh, will, will make an impact. Yeah. Whatever you say at that moment is what you had to say. So yeah. just trust that. Yes. Absolutely. Um, another thing he... He said, "Is I'm not a good speaker. He had a stutter, and he was like, okay, if you give me the words to say, great, but I don't know how to say them. I'm not good at talking. I'm not good at talking. <laughs> but God said to him, uh, I will be with you. Like, he straight up just looked at him like, I'm going to be with you. So let's not let fear keep us from doing the things that God, God has called us for, that purpose. Um, another thing... Going kind of on the same, being afraid. Sometimes we're afraid of pushback. Like, it can be scary and, um, you know, a little, like, nerve-wracking to share your testimony or even approach someone, like, new in church or something or a coworker or something because you're like, what if I talk to them about Jesus and they're like, get out of here. Like, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to hear it. You know, we've all, you know, heard of people. We've had maybe some negative experiences in the past and they're hurt or whatever. And so that's hard, like, for some people to hear. That shouldn't keep you from sharing. Uh, we, you know, obviously always be mindful of, like, people's boundaries or whatever. I said, but just keep in mind, um, it's not really about you. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's not personal to you. 
and it's something that they're dealing with. And just just leave it up to God. Like, don't let that discourage you, but just know that they're not attacking you for sharing God. It's something that they're working on. Yes, and you don't have to be preachy. Like, you don't no, have no, to no. preach and, like, and throw religion at people or, no. or, or, like, bring out your Bible and show them things. <laughs> like, all you really have to do is represent Jesus. Yeah. Just be, what would Jesus do in this yeah. moment? You know, be as much at, like Jesus as you can. And yeah. people will see that. And and then maybe that will open the door for you to share Jesus. But you don't, don't feel like you have to... Um, if you're thinking about this and you're like, that's going to make it weird. You don't have to make it weird. Just no. try to be as, as similar to Jesus as possible and he'll open the door. Yeah. And I think that's why it's important uh, when you do get involved in church and you make those Christian relationships and Christian connections, then that's the kind of stuff you can take back to your family and take back to your coworkers um, and share, hey, you know, I went to this dinner with some Christian friends and we were talking about this and like, oh man, my friend, you know, was sick and, you know, we, they prayed for her and now she's feeling better. And, you know, the, these testimonies that people don't understand if they don't know God, but you can be that, yes. you know, you, you can, you can bring those stories to them and hopefully pique their interest, you know, yes. and be like, who is this Jesus you've been talking about? <laughs> We're also sometimes afraid of not being enough. I know I've been in that position a lot. I'm probably in it right now. Like, what are we doing? We're not equipped to do this. Why yeah. are people listening? <laughs> but we appreciate you. But yes, we love you guys. Uh, but yeah, we think we're not smart enough. We're not talented enough. We're not strong enough. We're not blank enough. Whatever you want to fill in the blank uh, with there. Uh, we feel, like you said, we feel like that every time. But again, going back to Moses... Um, God said, I'll be with you. And he said, I'm going to make up for whatever you lack. Um, so again, this is going, uh, coming from Exodus four, verse 11 through 12. Um, it's a little lengthy, so I didn't want to read it out loud. Um, but God just kept reinforcing to Moses, like, I'm here, I'm for you. And I, I'm going to help you through this. And just another verse to reinforce um, how God uses you even when you think you're not enough. Second uh, Corinthians 12.10, um, just the last part says, for when I am weak, then I am strong. So sometimes we think, like, God, God can't use us. Um, like, we're not able to. We don't have the abilities to. But Paul uh, reminds us in Second Corinthians that even when we're weak, that's how God shows up. Like, we don't need to prove that we have the strength or we have the abilities God already put it in us to be able to do these things because he's going to be with us. Right. So and we don't need to um, try to do it on our own. And it really is when God, when, when we're weak, right, when you, you know I can't do this by myself, that's where God shines through and that's where people mm -hmm. can see him through us. That's what he wants. He knows that we can't mm -hmm. do it on our own. So we have to put him first. We have to ask for help and we have to really lean on him like our rock and just be like, God, I can't do this by myself. Mm -hmm. And then he'll, he'll show out. <laughs> yeah. He will. And if you try to do it on your own, it's exhausting. It is. So just lean on him. Like he wants to be there for you. He's going to be there for you. You just have to take that step and he will. He, like with all our doubt, with all our insecurities, with all our everything, he, he just wants us to say, okay, God, I can't. And he's like, all right, I got you. Yeah, and a whole different perspective also is that he knows that you can't do it yeah. by yourself. Like, he already that knows. That is for sure. Because he created you. So he's like, hey, you know that one thing you're trying to do by yourself? Yeah, you're not, you're not good enough for that. Yeah. So just go ahead and ask me, and yeah. I got you. Like, I called you for it. I know you can do it in your human little body and your human little brain. 
but I got you. Yeah. Just, like, just look at me. Yeah. Just like, come you to me. need me to be able yeah. to do this. Yeah. I know that. You know that. You know that. So just go ahead and ask well, me. Let's just be real. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So to close out this episode, we just wanted to leave you with a thought. I think we're just going to start doing that every episode and just kind of just land the plane with some... Mm-hmm. Uh, some some wisdom some wisdom some wisdom here towards the end so the quote that we wanted to um share with you today is from pastor darius daniels um that's another plug for you instagram youtube um he is the pastor for change church and that is in new jersey so if you live in new jersey and you're listening to this please go Mm -hmm. um but yeah he's amazing uh but his thought says um or his quote says we're not better than we are different from so that's something, it's just so important to, to know because just because you're a Christian doesn't mean that you're better than someone else. Right. It mm-hmm. really just means you're living a different lifestyle than everybody else. But mm-hmm. no one is better, not one person is better than the other. Um, especially because we know that God doesn't see one person better than the other. He loves yeah. us all the same. Yeah. So we just really wanted to share that. This, that goes back to our point before about being transparent, being honest with mm-hmm. people. And um, just being the best version of yourself, Christian or not. Yeah. And I think that goes also with even within Christians, like we're talking about people's gifts and people's, you know, abilities and all that. They're not better than because they can sing or they're not better than because, you know, they can be encouragers. Yeah. yeah whatever <laughs> um, you can do, you're not we're, better than me. We're different. We're all, I mean, we're, they say we're the body of Christ, right? So the hand can't be the foot. The eye can't be the leg. So let's keep that in mind. We're all different. Not better. And it's okay. Yeah. And yeah. I also wanted to bring that up. I don't know where I heard this. And um, this is Yadi's list hearing this for the first time too. <laughs> but I heard, it was it was probably a sermon. And it was, um, they were talking about people's gifts and everyone being different. And he was expanding on this where we're not better than, but we're different from. And it's like you not pretending to be someone you're not. And he was using the animal kingdom as an example. Mm. He's like, a, a, an alligator doesn't try to be a giraffe because you, you can't like it's impossible so if you see yourself i not not see yourself as an animal like i'm not trying to get weird okay i'm just trying to make a point i want to be a giraffe <laughs> you listen you be a giraffe <laughs> i want to be a killer whale that's my favorite animal i will polar be a bear okay great you be the polar bear i will be an orca why are we in the water <laughs> i don't know but this is this is just how this ended up okay i am free willy and you are is there a famous polar bear with a good name like the icy polar bear. <laughs> sure. A, that's a I'm on the Klondike bar. I don't know. <laughs> Is that a thing? Yo, this took a turn. Anyway, yes, just like the animal kingdom, don't pretend to be something that you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'll, I'll share this with you as well. And this was something that Pastor Daniel said. He said that sometimes um, we're asking God for blessings or we're asking God for things. But if you're pretending to be someone that you're not, sometimes you have to stop that facade so mm-hmm. God can give you what you want. That's so true. stop pretending. Yeah. You're amazing. You're where you need to be. Yeah, you're where you need to be. Be the best version of yourself. Mm. And um, we love you and God loves you. Yes. Yep. Yep. All right. I'm Fran. I'm Yali. And we're out of here. Peace. Bye. (laughs)